All right. We're now joined by Marcy Klein. She is the founder and CEO of Three Ducks Architect. Like, I, I was, like we call these toys, but what, what do we describe these as? Well, you can call them anything you want. <laughs> um, I call it an educational toy. Um, so they're architectural modeling sets based on cardboard construction. Right. And and we got brought together. Actually, it's one of the reasons why I love the show is that people reach out and say, oh, you should meet so-and-so. And somebody recommended you and we got connected. I believe it was on LinkedIn. Yeah? Yes. Yes. That seems to be the place of choice. So anyway, you were telling me your story on this whole journey. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Marcy. At, at one point, I was like, okay, stop talking. Because I, I want to, I like, I, I like to sometimes discover these things for the first time on the podcast. Because we strive to make this sound like a, like, you know, an authentic conversation, which it is, but I got to be honest, like that journey you went through was pretty darn awesome. So even though, like, let's pretend that we never had that conversation okay. and take me back from the very I beginning. I probably don't remember it anyway, because I tell so many people it, so <laughs> uh, that makes you feel any better. I don't know that I did tell you, so um, yeah. So you want me to just uh, tell you about how it all started out? Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, you know, the audiences, I mean, we're a decent part entrepreneurial enthusiast and then a decent part educator and a young entrepreneur kind of thing. So I, I, no matter what the audience is, they're all three going to be really interested in what you've done. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, I started my life uh, very happily as a pediatrician and a mom, which I did for at least 20 years. Well, not the mom part, the mom part for about 18 years. Um, And my daughter actually, um, as a high school student, took an architecture class uh, one summer at Columbia University and came home from the the program, not only loving architecture, but kind of scratching her head and saying, you know, I really love learning um, math and science and, you know, technology, but really through the setting of architecture and design and art. And she couldn't understand why never in her education had she really had that experience before. Um, She really loved the idea of architecture because you're designing for a person or a family or um, a space. um, And you're really bringing art and design into the project and how people use, use space and live their life. And you design to improve other people's lives. And using that as a, uh, as a basis, she was interested in learning the geometry and engineering that went into building and designing structures. So she just thought that that was such a great outlet for learning STEM education, that she was inspired to develop a product that would teach younger kids um, what she had not learned until um, you know 10th or 11th grade in high school. So she came home deciding that she wanted to teach architecture and develop a product to teach architecture for little kids. And her little brother, who was then um, starting high school um, as a ninth grader, had been learning CAD and he was kind of toying around with it, but really didn't know exactly what to do with it. We had a 3D printer, we made enough frogs and keychains to last a lifetime. Um, and he didn't really know what else to do with it. So the two of them got together and um, designed uh, connectors that are designed to fit on cardboard pieces. So they cut up Amazon boxes and created connectors. And then they went in, went all around town, got FedEx boxes, UPS boxes, every kind of box that they could find and actually prototyped a connector that would fit on all recycled boxes. And that's where the product started um, in our living room. (laughs) 
love that story mostly because she had an idea and she immediately started, you know, prototyping it and getting the material and, and making it happen. Yeah. When, so obviously in the, in the early times, I mean, it was a concept. And when was that moment that both you and your daughter were like, way, we got something here. Yeah. So, um, two times actually. So the first thing we did was we literally cut up Amazon boxes I recommended, why don't you guys paint them to make them look kind of colorful? And my daughter and I went to the public library and we probably did what you're not supposed to do, but solicited customers. And we found a couple moms and kids and um, we just started, my daughter started playing with them. And what I noticed was number one, that the parents that were with the child were highly engaged. They weren't on their phones. They weren't, you know, on Facebook or doing what other, you know, parents often do when they're not, you know, engaged with their kid actively at that moment. They were literally playing building houses and the parents were actually having a good time. Um, And when I watched um, even a three-year-old, which the product wasn't initially really designed for, um, using the connectors and building houses and building swimming pool and creating a whole story around the building that she created, I just saw in a mat like just such amazing educational potential for the product so that was one moment where i was like you know what we need to add real shapes to this um and then about a week later we actually we hit the jackpot because my daughter called the uh, soccer coach for the fairfield elementary school soccer team and apparently it was like a big huge event with like every single first grader in all of fairfield at this one field and we set up a little table and like nobody played soccer <laughs> we ruined the soccer tournament um because the kids were all over our product and playing and it was just a great day for us not for the soccer coach um but after seeing the kids and the parents and everybody responding and the awe that the parents had by talking to my daughter and my son about what they had developed. Um, that was like step two of like, yeah, we got to move forward with this product. That's mm, I, so take me through that then. So you, now all of a sudden you're like, okay, the, the proof of concept is there. Yep. What did like, you know, all of a sudden you guys are wanting to write a business plan for it. And, and you know, the, the, the next steps in this. Yeah. So, well, the next step was like, Oh goodness, I'm a pediatrician and I'm so scared to develop a child's product because I know how many children stick things in their nose and their ears and swallow things. And I'm like, there's no way, like the liability, like I don't even oh, know where to begin with this. Oh, I'm no. <laughs> I, you know? I mean, I'm I'm yes. a pediatrician. I take things out of those places, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, I don't really want to be the cause of this. And then, you know, my husband's like, you know what, they're gonna stick a Lego in their nose anyway. So you know, like get over your fear, let's investigate. So I actually called, you know, the child's like toy committee and found out what kind of testing and, you know, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And it really actually was nowhere near as scary or complicated as I thought. Um, So even after talking to a lawyer? Um, well, it wasn't a lawyer. There's like a small business, um, yeah. consumer protection. I'm going to get the, the names all wrong, but it's like the CPSC, like the C- Consumer Protection Safety Committee, um, for specifically for small businesses and specifically for children's products. And they kind of actually were very calming and talked me through it. And um, they said it really isn't as complicated. You just have to have the appropriate 
safety hat. You know, it's not meant for two-year-olds. So the pediatrician in me knew that it's fine for three-year-olds to play with it, but I put the age for four and up because I know that everybody likes to give their kids toys a little early. <laughs> so it's like my little one year of a safety window and we were fine with that. And I'm happy we did because, um, you know, we kind of moved forward and we really didn't look back. We looked up first, we had a research business plans. I'm a pediatrician. My husband's a doctor and my kids were in high school. So nobody had any business training at all. Um, and we did the research. I mean, luckily there's Google. So we looked up how to create a business plan, how to start a business, um, what kind of business to develop insurance. We, you know, we researched all of that. It took about a month to come up with like the basics and, um, the idea was conceived in July, and by September 15th, we were incorporated and selling product. Mm. So it's a very mm. fast company. <laughs> well, wow. I I was chuckling because I just remember I helped start a like as an edu- educational software company in like uh, 2002, 2003. It was, it was crazy. And I just remember after our first meeting with a lawyer on all the things that could go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in all the different ways that, and you're just like your pit in your stomach, and so I, I was yeah. happy to hear that you. I mean, because I've heard, I've heard all these stories that people are like, I got a great idea, and they either meet with a trade group or an industry group or or a lawyer, and it's tough to look at that and say, no, I'm still gonna still gonna go ahead. So I, I'm glad that you 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 got off to that start and got such great feedback. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Then so, so what was next? Uh, in investment, uh, you know, uh, really, big- well, my kids did the investment, um, there, I mean, really all we needed, I mean, well, I'll take that back a little bit. Um, I have a workshop, I make furniture, so it's a little cheating, but I have some machines and I have a space. So they, for those of you keeping score at home, you are a pediatrician, you make furniture and you're also now in the, educational toy game but that's okay hey this is awesome well starting the furniture company um you know it was short-lived but it taught me a lot about just things that I wouldn't have otherwise known so you know how to like I knew a little bit about CAD I knew a little bit about rendering I knew how to you know, not website development, but how to plug and play with a, you know, a ready-made website. We use Shopify. So I was already kind of comfortable with that. So it wasn't as scary. Um, so that sort of helped. And having the workshop, we actually had um, a CNC router table, which we used to um, design the kits that we have. So we have different themes of the kits. And um, my daughter learned how to render. My son learned the CAD. So he created the CAD files to CNC route the shapes. And my daughter used the renderings um, and a rendering program to create the graphics for um, what we had initially was like a mom and pop package. So it was like a cardboard box that we bought in the store. And then we created a nice sleeve around it. Um, And that was like for the first three or four months, that was our packaging. And it just got us to the next level of like market testing and proof of concept before we actually invested in real boxes. Mm. So yeah, they started with $1,500 for the product safety testing and, you know, a couple hundred dollars for materials. So who did the product testing? Um, it's they, you, I mean, there's a list of, um, government approved independent safety testing facilities. 
So we found one that was recommended to us. Um, I'm lucky enough to be very friendly. <laughs> um, so all the toy store owners um, that I walked around and showed the product to early on, like, oh, you should call this person. She started this great company. So I just called a bunch of other people who had started toy companies and asked them, you know, how did you get insurance? How did you get testing? Who did you use? And we figured it all out. Wow. Okay. So in, in all of this, and, and we're not completely to the end of the journey, but like, I'm sure at each step of the way, you're like, okay, I, you know, I'm assuming there's a little doubt in your mind or are you just full steam ahead? This is going to work. Well, you know, here's the, you know, I'm a pediatrician. <laughs> um, you know, there's like things in life that are really serious and really important and to me, everything else is just like, if it works, great. If it doesn't, it's not like, you know, a major, again, this is like a kid funded company, whether it died or not, my kids learned a lot every single step of the way. Um, That's so, a good point. You know, I didn't put my whole house into this company. Like we built it little by little. We make money, we spend money. We make more money, we spend more money. You know, so the worst case scenario, the company doesn't go. My kids still learned something that was absolutely invaluable. Um, they are not the same kids they were two years ago <laughs> by any stretch. Um, they've both grown so much. So there's no downside for us. I mean, you know, and it's, it's, been and, a great and how old are they now? They are 19 and 16 now. Um, and they started the company at 16 and 14. Wow. So, yeah. man, wow, what an education, uh, uh, just that alone. And I love that. And, and so how active are they on the day-to-day? Um, well, they, well, the first year, both of them were very active, both of them. Um, then my daughter went off um, to St. Louis um, for college. And the first semester was definitely like an adjustment, getting used to college life. So she was not as active. By the second semester, she had started taking some business classes and started feeling comfortable talking about her product, which every single student in her class loved. And, um, you know, it kind of got her back on board and now she's full swing. This summer, she actually created a whole new um, platform, a global program, and has already gotten product to 12 different countries, one of which I had never heard of before. Um, so she's full force in it. Um, they do talks to students, they do sales, they exhibit, they run workshops for educators. They, you know, LinkedIn is great. So my kids, like, they find the most incredible people to connect with. And they, you know, a lot of people just like connect on LinkedIn and you're done. My kids are like, hi, I want to learn more about what you do. And I want to tell you about what I do. And um, they just, you know, they don't have the same inhibitions that adults have, I think. Yeah. Um, and they just, you know, and people lo- like to talk to them because they're honest and pure about what they want to do. You know, I, I, before we go any further, I, w- I want to back up what you just said. One of the things that we've ran into is that, um, you know, we've ran an accelerator and a lot of, over the summer. And a lot of times what we get is, is exiting high school seniors into their freshman year. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them have like had good businesses or business models and they've got some sales under the belt and then they hit freshman year and most are a lot like what you talked about your, your daughter. Was it Ayana? Yeah. Yes. Ayana mm-hmm. died. Like, like they get there and they're like, Ooh, 
I'm going to put things on pause, which in a way, I mean, I understand greatly because all of a sudden, I mean, A, you're only a kid once and mm-hmm. let's be honest with each other. College is fun as well. And yeah. so the other part of that is, you know, just the academic load. And yeah. so them, but, but I see that as such a, a unique advantage as well, because my gosh, now they can, you know, th- they can have something kind of on the back burner for a while and dust it off later. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's cool. And at minimum, like you said, this has been at minimum, a great learning opportunity that's now just, you know, starting to get bigger and bigger. Absolutely. Mm. So, I mean, you know, and she was lucky because her brother is very active in the business and so am I. I mean, I'm doing this full time now. So um, this is my day job now. So, um, you know, we kind of babysat a little bit for a few months. So that was good for her because by second semester, she was really happy that it was going well and she was really excited and invigorated by the new directions it took. And, you know, she's in St. Louis during the year and there's a whole little hub of our product Mm. in this area now. And she's connecting with superintendents of schools and, you know, doing volunteer at the makerspace for kids in downtown St. Louis. And she was invited to speak at their grand opening and met the mayor and Jim McKelvey, who started Square, like pretty cool stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And and, and so now... Your team is growing at Three Ducks. And by the way, for those of you listening, are they saying Three Ducks? It's three, the number three, D-U-X. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to get that clear. Yeah, um, so it's 3D um, originally because it was 3D printed, but really because it's 3D modeling. Um, UX stands for user experience yep. because, um, you know, we like to think of user experience not only on um, – a website or a, you know, a computer technology product, but actually real users experiencing real products in their hands. So that's where three ducks comes from. Right. And again, playing at home, the number three, the capital D, then UX. Um, so yeah, your team's growing. What, how many of you are on staff now or well, it's on the team? Three of us and my husband's um, part-time when he's uh, not being a radiologist. Um, and then we have, you know, we have some of my kids, friends, um, you know, 17, 18 year olds that help us package sometimes, but that's mm-hmm. more of a part-time thing. Um, mm-hmm. Most of our scaling has been, designed in a way that like we have our next steps for bigger production. We don't at the moment need to hire more staff. We need to increase our volume um, and decrease our workload, but we have a kind of a pathway for that. Yeah. No, that, that is, man, as often as we're trying to have students pursue the entrepreneurial journey, it's just really awesome to see this as a family affair. Um, Mind you, I mean, like, I know there's some people out there listening, like, well, you know, it was easier for them. Absolutely, I'm sure it was. Like, not everybody, you know, can do that, uh, afford it. But the fact that you still took the journey and the fact that you're like, hey, learning experience at worst, and now look what it's turning into. I think that's just the thing that that excites me the most. Um, in, In all this process, and obviously hindsight is really good. What is the one thing though you'd change? Huh, what would I change? 
It's, you know, or has the journey been all worth it? And like, you know, everything is, it should be. Well, that's, that's a tough question. I mean, I, I love, I love the process to be honest. And even not everything mm. works the way we wanted, but I still mm-hmm. loved that discovery process and the challenge process around it. Um, I think, you know, the first nine months, like I thought we were a business for the first nine months because we were selling products. Um, but I didn't really feel like we were, a. now that I'm looking back, I feel like we were really market testing and we started, um, you know, in more like small independent toy stores in the retail side. Um, in my heart of hearts, I thought this was an educational product. Um, but it took a while for me to kind of come around. I was a little afraid of curriculum and lesson plans because that was like, nowhere near in my wheelhouse, you know, like I never learned how to write a lesson plan. I never really taught a, I taught medical students and residents, but I never taught like in a school setting, you know? Um, so it was like a whole new place for us. Um, so that, you know, I guess in retrospect, I should have worked on that a little bit earlier. Um, but you know, we didn't really lose anything other than a little bit of time because of it. And we gained so much experience. And I mean, it's more of market testing than like we did something wrong per se. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't look at anything that we've done as like a bad thing. Um, just some things didn't work <laughs> um, and we tested them. But that's part of the, that's That's what we teach students. And that's what we teach kids. You can't get it right the first time. You have to find the pathway by getting things not right many times before you find the right pathway. So, you know, even directions that we went that were wrong were important in the learning process. Yeah. No, I, I like that in the sense that like, you know, it's been the process has been the learning journey. I, same thing, you know, we've, I've, <laughs> that, that, I don't even know if I want to talk about the software <laughs> company of 2000. It was brutal. Like it, it was brutal. And I lost yeah, we had a cease and desist order. Uh, I'm not going to go into it. We had a cease and desist order. And basically our lawyer said, hey, technically speaking, your, you know, your patent pending is early and you have, you know, you can defend this. And we right. learned about what it was going to cost to defend it. And we just, it's, yeah, yeah. But That's awesome. although, I, although, well, and I tell you what, a lot of people, I don't know, talk about this as often. This is why I love social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not going to bring up old wounds, but had right. this company done that to a teacher in 2019, I would have, I would have made some noise right? And, and they would have backed down because what they did was not right. But they also yeah. knew, they also knew that like, we have a team of lawyers and we're just going to stretch this out and there's nothing you can yeah. do about it. And they were right. And they won and we backed away and you know, but, Absolutely. but was it worth it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really was. I mean, sucked to lose the money but it was worth it and i i think where i'm getting at here is you know if you're a parent listening to this i i just i'm just trying to think about how much joy and at times stress of Mm -hmm. starting a business with your daughter that's freaking cool like that's cool and yeah it doesn't have to be a software company it doesn't have to be a, a a toy company it could be something as simple and as cliche as a lemonade stand on a summer afternoon or, you know, or you could just, you know, look for market conditions in your neighborhood and see what's out there. But no matter what, you did something, you tried something. Um, 
Absolutely. You know, I, it's interesting. Um, I read an article and it, most likely it was on LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> and it was, I think it was titled like everything I learned about being a CEO and a business owner, I learned as a Girl Scout selling cookies. <laughs> um, you know, cause you learn that whole entrepreneurship and the market and advertising. And it, it was a very, and I wouldn't have thought that selling Girl Scout cookies was that entrepreneurial, um, but they teach you the skills. Um, so I thought that that was just like a really interesting analogy. No, I just, it's funny you say that. They just, um, the CEO uh, was just on Freakonomics on mm-hmm. some of the training the girls went through. And my, uh, I was just smiling from ear to ear because yeah, man, they got it down. Yeah, they, they got the answer down. If you say no, oh, that's uh, you're on a diet. Awesome. Would you yeah. consider buying some from people in your office? They love. I mean, would you want to donate some to our soldiers? Ah, oh, I loved it. I would just no. yeah, no. I mean, that's how you learn how to be a salesperson. Absolutely. And, uh, well, it's funny. Like I, this was the this I I love Facebook memories, and so they're like, hey, two years ago, uh, I I had spent the day uh, with Gary Vaynerchuk, and and he went on this. Well, he always goes on rants, but his whole thing was, if I started a school, the first thing I'd do is teach kids how to sell. Yeah. And, and it, it was just, is so funny because he's like, you learn so much about yourself. You, you, you know, you, you learn what's great about your product and you, it, what sucks about it. You, you, yes. you've got to, you know, you've got to tell it to the, you know, the pipeline and say, we need to improve this. It just, you take total ownership of things. And I, I really think that that's missing. Yes. Um, and, and, and I know there's people right now squirming like, oh, I don't want them to be salesy. Hey, sales for something you believe in uh, yeah. is, is everything. You're selling yourself. You're, you're, you're putting together a plan. You're executing. And there's no one to blame except for you. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. You are responsible for you. We do workshops with kids and, you know, they build, you know, they, like we have this architecture and urban design workshop and the kids basically go through the idea, like they start with individual buildings and what's in a community and they wind up building an entire city. Um, and I make each student talk about what they made and how they contributed to the community. Um, and I tell them, if you can't explain what you are thinking on the inside and what you design to anybody else, then there's no point in making it. Because if you can't share it, with anybody else, then, then there's no point to it. <laughs> yeah. um, and they appreciate that because a lot of kids are timid. They don't want to talk about what they created or what they designed. And we make them go around and each person contributed to the city. Each person has to explain what they designed and what they created in the city. And in the end, they are all just, I mean, they get so much out of that. Mm, I love that. Well, I, I, one, I applaud you for doing this and, and what a unique, incredible journey. Uh, again, we've got a fair amount of parents uh, out there listening. Tell them where they can find more. Oh, sure. Um, on our website um, would be the best place. Um, so that's just www.3ducksdesign.com. Um, but we do also sell on Amazon. Um, you know, we're not in, I'm sure that this is a national podcasts. So we're not like nationwide in barns or any, you know, typical big toy stores. We're in smaller independent stores. So the best place to typically get them is on, on either our website or on Amazon. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on the show and, uh, to the, to the person that recommended you, thank yeah. you for, I, I'd love, by the way, thank you again for the, I like, the people that listen and a, when you guys give reviews, we love it, but more than anything, we love it to hear about stories like this. 
Um, I, 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 I think that in a lot of ways, we, we are trying to create a, an ecosystem of students wanting to, at minimum, be more entrepreneurial thinking and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get kids to start seeing advantages where they are and, and, and being able to do something about it. So tip of the hat uh, towards you and your daughter, again, Sayana, right? Yes. Yes. Congratulations to her mm-hmm. and send her our, our best. Uh, but just taking this journey as a family and really making it go and uh, really making a splash. Congratulations to oh, all three you. of you. Thank you.